What's up, everyone? This is the Building and Empowering People's Podcast, and I'm your host, Victor Thomas and Derek Simmons Jr. And like we say, we just come to talk about life, to encourage you, to motivate you, to do, you know, whatever it is, just to communicate with you, to teach you stuff. Hopefully you learn, you can communicate with us, therefore, after. But um, let's just jump right into the podcast. Derek, I had a, um, you know, a couple topics that... um, we can go over and kind of let you okay here you go so the first topic is that we can discuss yeah and you let me know um if you want to start at it first or you want me to go at it is uh do you look for love to come from others first mm-hmm. so tell me if that's something you want to start off at you want me to start off at it and or whatever and we can just get into it i can i can start off okay um me personally I don't look from love from others first. I have to develop that self-love within myself first. I have to develop my foundation, my character, my integrity. I have to really, you know, find my self-love meaning first because if I look for love from somebody else, I'm not going to truly find it because it's like I'm looking for something that while I'm empty in, you know what I'm saying? And if I focus on somebody else trying to fill that up, and once they feel that love with me, now it's just like they don't have that love. So it's like it's. I feel like it's about developing self love, and if you can develop self love within yourself, and develop and develop that foundation, that gives you one hundred percent to give that love to somebody else as well. So, um, I feel like um, in order to find worth, you have to have worth first. So, okay. yeah. So man, uh, for me, I actually got um. A deeper understanding. I was li- listening to relationship goals, and uh, Michael Todd yeah. was talking about before the how, person, you know, before the person, like you know, being whole individuals first. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of it from a relationship standpoint, he's saying like you know, first you should develop that relationship with God, and then after you develop the relationship with God, you build. A relationship with yourself so you start to love respect become whole as an individual and then you go out and to find love and in the process of you finding love you're already whole so now that you're whole you can go out and find another individual and you don't have to look for completion because you're already whole yeah and now you can give that person your all because you have a great relationship with god you fully love and understand yourself you're complete so you don't look for within another person and now you can bring your all your fullness to that other individual and then y'all can have like a great relationship mm-hmm. and you can use that same perspective within you know any type of relationship whether it's a romantic relationship a friendship you know with your family or whatever it is you still have to have those components within yourself before you connect with others because if you don't have that wholeness within yourself you're going to always be incomplete and in the process of you being incomplete you look for that other part of completion within others so just say you're 50 percent you feel that you're 50 percent complete now you go out looking for that other 50 percent in completion you're never going to find that other 50 percent because you were supposed to be a hundred percent the whole time so if you're if you're not whole as an individual, you can't go to be completed by anyone else because ultimately you're meant to be whole yourself and the other person is meant to be whole. And if you all get together and you're whole, 
and the other individual is 50%, you can help that person to become whole from going from 50% to 100% so y'all can be 100 100 and if that person is not willing to become 100% then the relationship may not work because you're whole and they're not and they're always looking for that other that other uh, part of their incompletion so myself personally and most of that was just at, at the top of the dome yeah. a little bit of it was from Michael Todd but me now I'm really starting to understand I've I've not been whole and I've always been incomplete because I've always kind of looked for love in other people I've always like looked for completion within other people whether it's friendships relationships with family I've always kind of looked for it but the more that I get older and the more that I grow and listen to stuff it's helping me to really understand that I'm all I need. Like mm -hmm. I'm whole enough by myself by having a relationship with God. And as my relationship with God grows, uh, my uh, self-worth and my identity and uh, self-esteem and stuff, it grows because I trust more in, you know, in God and who I am than what another individual can do for me exactly man so it's just about like if if god's not good enough then you're not gonna be good enough you know what i'm saying you gotta True. really focus on god and like i was saying um i think i said it yesterday in one of my devotions is like the, if we I, I looked up the word trust in hebrew and it stands for something i really can't tell you now because i had a book and i know i'll probably say it wrong but it, it says to flee for protection so it's like I feel like a lot of us flee to different things, trying to put our love or trust in something and we won't get really filled up because then we'll find another thing and then another thing. Then we're just going to be on a running cycle in life. But it's like we have to really slow down and really have our eyes focus on God and and to truly know who he is, because that's that's where love comes from. And that's where peace comes from as well. And once we can truly trust him in that, it's like now we can. It's like when we slow down, we can just look towards him. And that's where our trust comes from. So that's why we have to put God first in everything. So. That sucks. That was no, my you mistake. Good. No, you good, bro. No, you good. But were you, uh, did you have anything else to say on the parts of, as far as that topic? Um. Yeah, as far as do you look for love first or do you kind of kind of look for within finding wholeness within yourself before you do that um yeah i just i feel like i look for it in myself i i try to make myself whole in god especially looking at it in a relationship standpoint i try to find love with god first because i know that's that's love that lasts forever and once i there's a difference between searching for love with God and then searching for love for an individual. If you search for love in an individual and you're with the empty cup, they can fill that cup up, but that cup will start to slowly run down again. When you search for love from God, it will fill you up and not just fill you up, but have it will overflow your cup of goodness, overflow you to the point to where I am whole, I am complete. Now I can try to search for love somewhere else, not just for a relationship, but just for friendships and, and all these other types of relationships in life in general. So it's just about finding your completeness in God. And then once you find that other person, it's like now that foundation is built. Now things are more better. So that was great information. And uh, I think um, 
well, I, I hope that as you listen to this and that you um, you hear these messages, if that's something you've been struggling with or something you've been dealing with, hopefully this topic and this conversation that we had can kind of help you moving forward if you feel incomplete and you've been looking for love, you know, within other people. Yeah. Just know that you're enough by yourself, but you have to put in the work to find that true understanding mm-hmm. from, for yourself. Exactly. But um, let's jump right into the next one. It's, um, <clears throat> are you afraid of trying new things? You want to start this one? Okay, yeah. So, am I afraid of trying new things? Kind of. I, I really am. Uh, I went to culinary school and I was afraid of trying new foods and stuff. But in culinary school, how it works is... If you don't try these foods, then you get an F for the day. Mm. So it's like you may have to try like squid and um, sushi and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't want this, but I never had it. So I'm like, I don't want to try it. They're like, well, you just take an F for the day. And I'm like, I'm paying too much money to not. So it was a price attached. So I had to do it. And I tried the sushi and I didn't like it. But, you know, I wouldn't have known. I tried squid and I didn't like it. But it was other stuff that I I tried that I thought I wouldn't have liked, but I eventually, you know, liked it. And that was that kind of got me to be more open minded on not being afraid to try new things. So after culinary school, it got me to actually trying to apply that not only to food, but to different parts of my life. But it's just a couple things that I think I would have to build up to to get there is not. I'm afraid to do it. I just have to like get there. Like I'm not skydiving. I'm not bungee jumping. Like some things I may not never do. So those may be things that I I may be afraid to to try new things. Like just seeing bungee jumping and and skydiving and stuff like having a a fear of heights and, and that type of stuff. Maybe that's not something that I would particularly do. But when it comes to, I can say far as for most things, I'm not afraid to try new things like because I feel that, you know, it's either I'm going to like it or I'm not going to like it. And if it's something that's not going to be life or death, then it's just like if it's not going to kill me, I'll find out if I like it or not. But I can't assume that I like it or not based off of me not ever even trying it. Yeah, for sure. It's like you will never know the changes that can be made to your life if you first don't try to try to strive towards those things. So me personally, like when it comes to a new thing. Um, my well, I'm going to use this as I guess my purpose in life. Uh, and these are basically two separate things, but I feel like, um, when I first did inspirational speaking, like I think, like I would take, I'll just speak, 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 and sometimes and sometimes in some areas I learned like I would speak about God, but it would be like. <laughs> I was kind of nervous, if that makes sense. But now it's like at the point to where it's like God is trying to do a new thing for my life. And it's like I can't keep holding on to the same old thing. You can't hold on to a new thing and still having an old mentality. So it's like when I started to really be shaped to that, it's like now I let God transform me into this new thing. And it's like he wants to do a new thing. But it's like, are you ready to do a new thing for you personally? So, uh, um. I think trying new things is definitely beneficial. Like I always say, it's like it's it starts with taking a leap of faith. Like you may not know where you're leaping, but by faith you will land where you need to be. So um, I think uh, that's one of the important lesson to 
learn to really try new things like you never know like even if you don't like it it's cool but at least you tried it it's better to try something than to not try it and then you will never see the outcome that it could have brought you to so man that's 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 cool because that really helped us to like not only open up each other on like if we're willing to try new things we're comfortable with it but hopefully you know it helps you know the next people that are closed-minded because i've met a lot of people that were like closed-minded on trying new things and that mm -hmm. stuff and they were more so like nah i know i'm not gonna like it i know this and i'm always like how do you know if you haven't tried it oh i just know it's just not within me or whatever if it's not like a a fear of doing it like that you feel like you're gonna die from doing it or something you're like allergic to or something like that then if it if it's within those realms then i wouldn't you know recommend you do it but if it's if it's not like a life or death thing to you and you know you can do it but you just don't like it hopefully this like encourages you to like do different things to do more things to kind of expand who you are to get like more of a you know a, a bigger vision and you're you have like more exposure to mm -hmm. different things because based off of like what you see what you know what you do that expands your exposure to you know new things and yeah. what you're able to know of exactly you got anything else Derek you want to add to that or uh no I'm pretty sure we said everything okay. like I think like you said like trying new things is like in order to know the outcome of something you first have to to try to strive to the outcome and the way you strive towards that outcome is trying these different things you know what I'm saying if it's if you like it cool but if you don't like it you would at least know that I'm I made a bigger step than just staying where I am so for sure for sure so let's get right into the next topic so the next topic is you know it, it's pretty much asking you know when life gets too hard for you what do you do when life gets too hard. so when, when life gets too hard for you Derek uh what do you do when you feel that life is too hard for you? When life... Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, so sometimes if it's... So when I say, like, when you feel life is too hard, when you think it is or it actually is, like, what do you do? Me personally? Or what do you recommend? Me personally, when life gets too hard, I, I've really, like, started to get in the season where I just had to surrender to God because the thing about surrendering to God, it's like when you pray to him and you have faith for those things is is it's not just words that you should just take and just throw it away because that's why i feel a lot of us do we 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 hear revelation from god or we pray to him and we're like what's next it's and we just sit we just stay where we are and say we just let god do it but it, it takes like i said faith without works is dead so i don't like to take revelation and just settle in my mind and not expound to anything it takes me working there to really achieve what it's for so I'm really starting to learn, and you pointed me out, man, is like really trusting God, like finances with with not just finances, but when life gets hard with family issues and different things like that, it takes surrendering to God. You know, people think surrendering is a form of defeat, but if you surrender to God, that's a form of victory. So just truly like giving it to God, like I, I've honestly had to learn it, like personally, old self, like. I would always try to handle things on my own. And when it was out of my control, I would still try to handle it. And then I would wonder, like, why is there no growth in life? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I had to go to the one that cannot just control what's going on in my life, but can literally control everything. And so once I started to get that mentality and start trusting in God for those things, it's like now I know that I can walk by faith and not by sight because what I see is deceiving me. But if I walk by faith, it's like I know where I'm going. If that makes sense. Makes perfect so, sense, brother. Yeah, that's what something I had to learn, man. 
But man, for me, uh, when I feel life gets too hard, for me, I wouldn't even say when I feel life gets too hard. When I feel that situations are are too much to handle or deal with. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy for me, man. It typically happens in the middle of the night. Like, it typically happens while I'm asleep. Mm-hmm. I can say that in the past, I used to stress all throughout the day. But as of, like, the past, like, year or two, it seems like I only, like, all the stresses and worries hit me like night, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like I'll wake up and I'm just like, I can't go back to sleep because I'm stressing and worrying. And bro, like what, what I found is that the more I try to stress about them or resist, like to, to like fight them on my own and to like say that I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to do this with my own will. The more I find myself dealing with them, stressing, a lady told me once, this was when I worked at Vanderbilt. This was, God, this like eight, nine years ago. She said she heard a message that said, worry or pray, but you can't do both. Mm-hmm. She was like, isn't that really good? And I'm like, yeah, that's real good because it's so simple. It's like in the middle of the night when I worry, it doesn't work. But if I pray, it does. Yeah. But I can't worry and be like, God, I'm trusting you with it. But man, I'm still stressed about it. I yeah. trust you, but I'm stressed. Like it's like going against each other. So when when life or situations get too hard for me, I learn to pray because I know that at the end of my limitations, there's nothing. There's nothing that I can do. Like at the end of worrying, at the end of all that I can do, I'm done. Like, that that's all I got. So if the problems and the situations are still there based off of my limitations, then I'm done. Yeah. But what's great is that because my relationship with God is so good and that God is just so good that I'm able to give my problems to him and he and he picks it up where I left off and just completes it for me. So it's times, bro, like seriously, where in the middle of the night, and I'm not going to lie, I worry and I pray, but I worry first and yeah. then I start praying. I'm worried and then, but what happens is I think that because I'm so tired, like, my first thing is to to worry mm-hmm. and I'm tired already so I think that's what I'm supposed to do and then after I'm worrying for so long my conscience is starting to, to get up because now I'm not tired anymore Yeah. and then I start to like pray and I realize like I gotta pray I shouldn't be worrying and what'll happen is bro I'll pray myself to sleep like I don't intend to like oh I'm gonna pray until I fall asleep I just intend to pray until the problem goes away but God is so good that as I'm praying, he puts me to sleep. Like, it's not that I'm putting myself to sleep. God is putting me to sleep as I'm praying. And it's almost as if like, <clears throat> like in the Bible, you know, when when God was creating Eve from Adam's rib, he put Adam into a deep sleep, deep sleep. and and created Eve, you know. So what? So basically what that, that says, that's just an example of like, God is so good, he will deal with your worries and put you at peace so that you don't even have to realize what's happening. Right. And you'll wake up, you know, 
you know, peaceful, like nothing ever happened. Like that stress and stuff that you had goes away. And I can speak from that personally because it happens all the time. Like every time I'm worrying in the middle of the night and I start praying, I pray my, I don't pray myself to sleep. I pray and God puts me to sleep. And when I wake up, I'm refreshed. Like I wasn't just stressing at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So that's good. So for me, man, uh, when it comes to when life gets too hard, I know now like to pray because that ultimately fixes everything when it comes to praying for it. Sometimes there's going to be some things that you're stressing about that you're dealing with that you're going to have to take actions on Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to take action and pray. But for for the most part, if it doesn't require action and it just requires prayer, then just take full advantage of that prayer because it's there for us to take advantage of. And if you have any other methods that can deal when life gets too hard, you know, please uh, share with us uh, in the comments or whatever on things that you do, methods that you do when life gets too hard for you to deal with and how you get over those things. Yeah. But for me, it's prayer. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I, I love how in the Bible, as you were saying that, you know, in the Bible, it says your weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. You know what I'm saying? So at times it's OK to worry. It's OK to let out what you feel. But as long as you've given that thing to God, you know, what I'm saying because. If you if you if you give your worries to the wrong thing, it's like you're now your worry is a form of praise to something else that's not of God because you're entertaining entertaining the worry rather than putting full trust in God. So it's like we can't resist what we feel and what how we pray to God. You know what I'm saying? Because if we resist the uh, the pain we're going through, we'll never see the healing that God's bringing if we don't trust Him anymore. If we resist these bad things that we're going through, we will never see the good things that God is bringing. And it's like, you know, God already knows what you're going through, but God is a good father and he's a good parent to the point to where he wants to hear you at because I feel as if one, you can't you can't hold in what is meant to be relinquished. You know what I'm saying? So like we're holding on we're holding into these things that is meant to bring that is meant to be brought out. So with that being said, you know, you can't continue to hold on to these emotions because it's like it's also a form of like healing by itself. You know what I'm saying? Because we have all these things hold on for about weeks to months and it goes to years and like literally just letting it out to God and allow him to come in like that will change your life completely, man. So, man, I want to end it off with, you know, Bible scripture that um, that I had. I kind of had I, I called it. There's a time for everything. It's in Ecclesiastics three, three uh, verses one through eight and it talks about so I call it there's a time for everything verses one through eight it says there is a for everything there is a season a time for every matter under heaven a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted a time to kill and a time to heal a time to break up and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to tear, to tear, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, 
and a time for peace. It never says that, you know, there is a time to worry, a time to, you know, give up, to give up or any life. of that. And let me point out a couple things that it said, because a lot of people will probably take that literal when it says that there is a time to hate and a time to kill. Yeah. I know that's in there. It's not literally telling you a time to like go kill yeah, go an individual. Somebody, yeah. Still, it's not talking about actual killing. Yeah. And the time of, of hate, it's not telling you to actually hate people or individual. It's okay to like hate sin, mm -hmm. to hate wrongdoing. That's what it's talking about. When it's talking about like kill, I guess it was talking about in a reference of, you know, like farming and that stuff, being able to like cattle and all that type of stuff. And also like time, you know, it's time like kill, kill time. It's like do, do the things that you want to do and that you're, you don't have to be productive. So it's not literally talking about when you hear those. So yeah. let me say that yeah. before like skipping past it. You're like, oh, you said it was a time to kill and a time to hate. Like don't miss all the other stuff and look at those those two specific things thinking that it's, it's oh, yeah, talking sure. about those yeah man so it's, it's just crazy how the bible says that because once you can recognize that there's a time for everything you can now see that in each time that i'm going through every minute every second every hour there's purpose attached to it and if i want to grab those purposes in it i don't have to look at these things that discourage me but i can just look to god and say you're able you know what i'm saying and like i'm sure. glad that you're keeping me so that's good man but man, uh, next topic, man. Can I be real? Can I be real? So we kind of discussed it a bit. Like we we typically don't discuss certain conversations and stuff, but but sometimes you know we have to have a communication and uh, being able to to have an understanding on what they are. So we kind of talk about them a bit. Mm -hmm. And so, Derek, what are some of the things after we talked about it a bit, what are some of the things that you got from, uh, can I be real? Can I be real? Well, basically what I'm saying, well, I, what I've got is just to, before I be real is like what you were saying, like to let the people know that we, uh, we're just like you, you know what I'm saying? We're, we don't got it all. I know we hear a lot of messages to where it seems like people got it all, you know what I'm saying? But, Literally, some of the stuff that we say is either that we need to hear something that we're living by and trying to, you know, take into our own lives to get to somewhere. And, you know, what I'm saying like we're, we don't got it all. So, like you said, it's like we're imperfect people, but we're striving to be perfect. You know sure. what I'm saying? So but uh, if I can be real in my life, um, you know, I've, I'm, I'm really learning how to keep a balance and to really try to stay persistent and, and consistent with things. Um, especially, you know, when it comes to my purpose in life and what I'm supposed to do. Um, and at times I can, if I'm going to be straight real, you know, it gets discouraging. And sometimes I do get tired and sometimes I just wake up and, and, and like I question myself is like, is there really a point of value to it? But I let my consistency, you know, overweigh my doubt overweigh my feelings like, like i take these things to god and he still shows me like hey you still got a purpose i have for you to do so when i you know me personally i do like daily devotions um i read my bible trying to enhance that i search for things online how to start a, a business like a charity organization and, and do all these things all these different stuff and trying to develop a foundation within my life because if i know if if you don't have a foundation in life everything else is just going to fall and tip over in life 
And, um, yeah, man, like, that's, that's what I have to be real about. And there's times to where I can really neglect help. There's times to where I can really neglect what's around me and not really be thankful for what's in this moment. Um, and so just really try to learn that. Really just try to, like, how you open, open my eyes, like, really just trying to really trust God. It's like sometimes you can know things, but not everything that you know is the truth. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. you will you will be you will be blinded by this this false truth and thinking you're living it for a while. And sometimes it takes somebody to open up your eyes to see it. So it's like you can't neglect people and just helping your life. So that's that's just the main things I'm trying to learn. And I'm at this point to where how we were talking about surviving, thriving. And then what was it? No, surviving, striving, and thriving. Yep. And I'm at this point to where I, if I'm going to be real with you guys, to where I'm surviving and I'm trying to trying to find ways to really survive and not necessarily how to, not saying I'm not striving, but my surviving is like, it's overweighing of the striving and the thriving. So I'm really trying to get it's to this point. To it. Yeah. You got to get through survive to get to strive. Then exactly. To get to thrive. Exactly, man. So once I can really start to learn how to, to master my man and start to really grow, and then that's how I'll start to see these anything. So like, like we said, I'm, I'm growing, but it's a growth that I'm trying to really honestly stay persistent with. Um, yeah. So before I get started, the reason why I wanted to pick this topic today was to to really just encourage you to to show you that we're just average people. You yeah. know, we, we do this podcast and we're, we're motivational. We have a gift and we're on assignment in, in doing that. But we're still just like you. You know, we're no different from you. We mm -hmm. have struggles and issues and problems just like you do. And we wanted to bring that to the front so you can see that, you know, this isn't just a motivational thing. This is like transformational inspirational is to be able to really help you with your life and, exactly and one way to be able to help you with your life is to be transparent and to be real which we do on a regular basis so i'm pretty sure you guys know that but uh we want to really be real on a topic so that because i know that a lot of people are struggling with a lot of different things and we want to bring that to the forefront so when you hear it you're like oh man that's me like i i struggle with things too if they can struggle you know you know um you know then I can too. It's okay for me to struggle too. So the things I struggle with, I've been struggling with being impatient. I've been impatient forever, but mm -hmm. it's just like, for me, I, I think I got to a point in life where I started taking in so much information and I didn't stop that I like surpassed who I was. Like I was this person that had no goals, no motives, no ambitions, no nothing. And then I became a whole nother person because I stuck to it and I like, I changed and I didn't even realize I changed, but I changed for the better ultimately. But because I changed without understanding, I had struggles in between. And now that brought me to being impatient. So I got a lot of different areas that I've been impatient in. And a lot of times I have expectations for people uh, that they don't even have for themselves. And a lot of times I have expectations for people without even communicating those expectations for them. And I struggle with them not following through. It's like in my head, I create these scenarios and things that they're supposed to do, but I never communicated with them. And in the process of them not doing it, I get frustrated and irritated because I'm like, why don't you do that? Right. And then sometimes I do have the conversations and the uh, communication with them and they still don't do it. And then I get frustrated even more because I'm like, I actually did it this time. So to me, it's almost like 
whether I communicate with them or I keep it in my head and think that they do, I still got the impatience and the irritations of it not happening. And it's just like, I'm slowly but surely, you know, praying about it and trying to learn how to have patience in like all areas because I'm not impatient in all areas. There's a couple areas that I am impatient in. So I'm just really trying to be well balanced within having uh, the, the perfect level of patience within you know, everything that I do so I can have this consistency within the patience that I have. And um, I also struggle with, uh, well, I struggled with uh, procrastination. Yeah. Uh, but as of lately, procrastination has not really been a thing. I've been getting up at 4 a.m. So I'm knocking out all the important stuff first. So even if I don't do anything else for the rest of the day, I knocked all the important stuff out at the very beginning of my day. So I've kind of gotten past that uh, in a sense. But, um, yeah, that, that's kind of some of my struggles, being impatient, you know, procrastination. And at times, you know, figuring out what's next, where to go, or trying to put too much more on my plate than I can handle. And then at times I have to, like, do positive self-talk to myself to bring myself back. You know, like we mentioned in the previous thing, like prayer works for everything. Like, I got to pray about it. You know, I just got to do certain things to help uh, help me to realize that I'm not perfect now, you know, I'm striving to be perfect, but I have to, I have to, you know, it's levels to what I do and how, how I do it. So I have to be patient with myself, set like certain goals and work on a level that I can handle and not overdo or overexert myself in the process of doing so. Oh yeah, for sure, man. You know, I, I feel like there's a difference between a person who hides their faults or says they doesn't have faults and then there's a difference between a person who's not afraid to admit their faults and to take those faults and try to better themselves and try to make a difference for their life so i feel um you know really knowing you know your faults knowing what you know your struggle with trying to really expose those certain things because if you can bring those to the light then that also gives other things to be brought into that light mm -hmm. and that allows your life to be on a whole different level you know so um i feel like it's important for people just in general to just let out and not afraid to 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 share not even not sh not necessarily share but to admit that they have struggles because if you commit you have struggles that just gives opportunity for something for a better healing to come and take place in your life so so, man, if you don't take anything from this, just take being real. Like, we're not saying, like, oh, you have to do a PSA, a public yeah, service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to, to do the that world at all. To be like, yeah. hey, this is my struggle. Right. This is what I deal <laughs> with. You know, but just talk to somebody. Talk to somebody you trust. You know, talk to a couple friends, family members, a therapist, or whoever it may be to be able to be real and let that out. And get to a point where you're not stuck in the world to the point of, real doesn't really even exist to you because you live in this imaginary make-believe world like if you live in this imaginary make-believe world like please find yourself out of it because you know no one lives i mean well there's people that live there but it's, it's not real mm -hmm. so you have to get to a point where you live in the real world and understand like what's really happening and it's okay to like not be so prideful that uh that you you get stuck there without seeking the help that you need exactly so let's let's get into the the last and final topic. Um, hopefully you you remember some of these or you yeah. wrote some of them down or whatever it is. But um, 
we're getting into some of your favorite quotes. So what are some of your favorite quotes, whether they be from you or anyone else? Um, I guess I can do one from me and then one from somebody else. Um, I think my old Tyler favorite quote that um, I say personally to everybody is I say, be like a flower. It may take time to grow, but eventually it turns into what it's meant to be. And um, that, that just turns into process, you know what I'm saying? Like a like a flower, you know, has to go through stormy days, has to go through a lot of growth, but that growth is what shaped it into what it was meant to be into, you know? So that's that's one thing um, I like. But I think my all-time favorite quote in general is something Martin Luther King said. He said, darkness can't drive out darkness. Only light can do that. And hate can't drive out hate. Only love can do that. I, that's that's one of my favorite quotes, man. And it, and. And sometimes it's powerful. It, it resonates it's, it's, today. Yes, yes, man. And and sometimes I don't take it to the point to where I just take those words, but I take those like I take what he said, but I use it for different words. It's like, you know, a lot of times we try to counter things in life or try to fight things with life with this with the same energy that is bringing to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it takes it takes finding a counter that, and not just a counter that will help you, but a counter that will help you to see the brighter side of things. So I just. I just really, that's one of probably my favorite quotes, man. And it just relates to a personal life and the world as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you willing to drive out and how you want to drive it out? You know what I'm saying? So. Man, I love that, man. It, like I said, that's very powerful and applies to today. But, yeah. bro, when you, when you were saying tie, you said tie. And I was like, is he about to say a Tyler Perry quote? Oh, no, no. I was like, and then you say Martha the King. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. I was like, this man talking about a Tyler no. Perry quote. Like, no. Like, after he say some things, but like, what, what you about to say? I was like, so. <laughs> but I'm glad you said like Martha the King. Yeah. Like, Tyler Perry probably got some powerful right. quotes, like not knocking them. But right. I thought you was about to say that. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> But, man, I actually had a list of favorite quotes. Okay, too. that's what's up, man. So, uh, you know, half of them are probably for myself, but um, I'll go through and I'll say, you know, um, some of the ones that I've kind of, you know, wrote down is if you're not learning, you're not growing. Sometimes our best, our best teachers are our mistakes. Yeah. So what that is is, you know, basically if we're not – intentionally trying to be better as people to better ourselves to better our lives to better our situations then we're not growing at all and we also have to understand that it takes mistakes to grow as well and in those mistakes we have to learn and you know one of my oh i just thought of another quote that kind of goes right with that yeah it's uh you never lose in life either win or you learn so those those mistakes are or learn things as well. So wins and lessons are are equally as important. Yeah, it's like how you wanted to take the lesson for sure, you know for sure. And one of the quotes that I created was, uh, "Don't allow, don't allow present you to be a disservice to future you." Mm. And what I meant by that is, don't don't do things now for for the moment. Do things now for the future. Like allow yourself the future you to be pleased and satisfied with the person that that you are now by the things that you're doing like if you see yourself in a mansion you see yourself uh being a, a pastor or a teacher or a doctor or a lawyer that means that you're gonna have to do things now to make a way for that that future person that you see because if you don't do things now then that future person won't exist 
and they won't have anything to be thankful for. Like, don't do the things now. And then once you get into the future, your future self is saying like my pre my uh, my past self did a disservice to me because they said they wanted me to be a doctor by now. But I'm not a doctor because they didn't go to school. Right. You know, they wanted me to be a lawyer right now. I'm not a lawyer because they didn't go to school. They wanted me. Uh, I'm not a business owner now because they didn't take business classes or they didn't do entrepreneurship training or whatever it is. So in, in a sense, that's why I said a disservice, because now that they aren't what they are, you've given them a disservice. And another one, you know, that I have is may the pain you have known and the conflict you have experienced give you the strength to walk through life facing each situation with courage and optimism next one is uh, another one that I created it is society glorifies drama and in doing so it makes people famous far too, far too long have we given so much energy time resources sharing posting talking about things that don't even matter and people that do things that don't matter like an example like i don't know people may you know send hate mail or whatever but like the kardashians like people made them famous for like you know doing whatever they was doing and now they build a brand they become better people they're doing better things and stuff like that but the things that they were doing the first is just like what is this and in the process they became a household name and made millions off of just like nothing right and a lot of these like rappers and stuff they talking about stuff that's like really like very hurtful and harmful to your community and to you as an individual and you sharing a post and talking about they're real they're doing this and you're making them famous because they're doing stuff to tear down but you're building them up so that's what i meant by that and the next one was you know I actually heard i think from michael todd it says relationships where the purpose is not known opens up the door for the devil mm. that means that basically and i got revelation on this earlier it's just like say for instance right when they say like guys and girls can't have friendships that can't have like mutual friendships that's not like a romantic and and that's true if god's not involved in it so it's just like if there's no purpose so like for instance if you have this uh, friendship with someone there's purpose and y'all talking y'all doing stuff communication and this but if y'all just talking for the sake of talking a lot of things can enter like y'all could be attracted to each other you know y'all could eventually start you know having sex and that type of stuff based off of there being no purpose so right. now the devil got in because it wasn't anything established to what y'all's uh, friendship was going to be so i thought that was very powerful and um Another one, I think this is from Chick-fil-A. It says, uh, we aim for perfection, but we will settle for excellence. Mm. It's like, man, that was so powerfully hit hard. It was just like, we strive to be perfect, but if we miss, we, we're going to be excellent. excellent yeah. And it's like, man, that's, that, that's deep. And that can that apply to like pretty much every company. Another one of the quotes that I created was, pride will take you all the way to a brick wall and make you ask for help. Mm. It'll bring you to your absolute lowest. It'll take you to a place to where you, you gotta ask for help. Like you absolutely got to because you 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 put put yourself into a place to where you're almost desperate. Yeah. 
And um, another one that, that I create, I got a couple that I create. I create quotes like every day, yeah. but it's like, you know, I said, Dear Struggle, thank you for all that you do. You don't get the credit that you deserve. What I meant by that is a lot of times the struggles that we go to grow us in ways that we can never even imagine. In the process of doing that, the struggle doesn't get any credit. Mm-hmm. It always gets like the bad stuff like, oh, man, the struggle is real. It's this is that. But it never gets like credit for like growing us and maturing us as people. And um, I think this was from Les Brown. I don't know who I got it from, but it says to succeed. It is necessary to accept the world as it is mm-hmm. and rise above it. But I thought that was powerful too. Bro. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, I know I had a lot of favorite ones, but the last one I created as well, I said negativity and bad news spreads like a wildfire, but positivity and good news is like a sl- slow trickle. So we always glorify all this negative stuff, all this bad stuff, not saying like informing people, like obviously we all need to be informed, but we will share someone fighting a million times, but we'll share, you know, a message that can change the world 10 times. We'll share that 10 times. We'll share that fight a million times. And it's like, we got to get, we got to come to a place of balance and understanding like importancy things is like, that needs to be shared that the world needs to see because it's like we're giving too much power to negativity and drama and all that and we're making we're making the wrong people famous like the people that need to be famous are the ones that are meant to be the leaders the the teachers the educators and those but we're not we're not giving them the respect the the notoriety or anything that they need but we're giving it to the people that that don't even deserve it right so there's just a couple of ones that uh, that uh, that I enjoyed. So you gave yours. Anything you want to, you know, leave the people off with? Anything you want? To, any nugget of the day? I know uh, I threw an ET segment. Day, yeah. the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'll I guess I'll leave them off with this. There was one quote that God gave me revelation yesterday. He he told me that you are in a state of development, not a state of confinement. And um, basically, what I got from that is just like you know. A lot of times we we enter life and we feel as if we have to stay stay in the same state. We feel as if we're going to stay in this same state, but while you're looking at it at a state of where you're supposed to like in confinement, God is saying this is a state where I'm developing you in. And once you can see that development in your life, now that now since since you see that with development, now you can run ahead with endurance. So um, I just wanted to leave the people off by just saying you know trust in God like with everything you know like like i always say and i'll keep on saying it you know we we've seen the songs you know god breaks every chain but in order for god to break every chain in your life you have to break the chains off of him to allow him to do everything that he's meant to do so um just really trusting god that's that's really all i got so what i want to leave the people off with but you know i think man i'm 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 not lost for words but i think yeah. that's that's about it yeah though, you know but um, yeah Hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast and you guys can leave a review or a comment, you know, within it. Uh, each week we, you know, we kind of tell you the places to find us. You can email us, find us on Instagram, Facebook, you know, YouTube, uh, pretty much all platforms. For sure. Not like, we're not on like Snapchat. Yeah, or, yeah, we ain't on that. <laughs> or like TikTok. That's, right. I'm not saying it's for kids or whatever, but we just not on those two. Not even Twitter. Like, yeah. you know, but 
we're on all the other ones. So you guys want to leave a review, comment, uh, tell us what you like about the podcast, what you don't like about it. You know, we're big enough to be able to handle it. So uh, we'll leave you guys with that and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.